Hey guys, we're here for episode 23 of the e-commerce opportunity and where I have Jess on board. Jess, how are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you? Doing doing well, thanks. Um it's it's a Friday when we're recording this. I'm not sure when this is going to go live. I had an audio issue. You've got a cat in your lap. Um it's been a <laughs> long week. Um you want to start with, you know, what you're you're working on right now? Sure. So I'm the founder and CEO of In Social Incorporated. We are a full-service digital marketing agency based in Toronto, and we really pride ourselves on being the outsourced marketing department for our clients. So we kind of plug ourselves in and make magic happen. Awesome. I love that. Very concise. I, I was doing a little bit of research. I didn't want to do too much research because I want to get to know you today on, on this call. But you mentioned a couple of places, like you guys are an agency that does work at a freelance rate or what, what exactly is your kind of phrase and what does that mean? That's actually our old, our old phrase. I think Um, back when I first started the agency almost six years ago, I actually started it just freelancing, but decided to incorporate to start and see what would happen. Um, And we really came in with a pretty fair pricing. And we still are very, very well priced compared to our competitors out there. Um, But we've slowly kind of changed our, our motto into your outsource marketing department. So I actually said this earlier today. Um, If you see a marketing agency that is spending so much time on their own marketing, they are not doing well. And we have had no time to do our own marketing. We haven't even been able to update that tagline on our website. So that, we've, we've evolved a little bit into that, but you know, we're still fairly priced. So I think that still stands. <laughs> so, so many things are running through my head because I relate like for, for us, I started my agency about three years ago. And I don't think we've updated our website since. If you were going on our website right now, you would think that we did exclusively cannabis and CBD marketing, which is really a small portion of our business. Like we haven't even thought about or, or updated our website. And I think for us too, like we started almost like with this whole like anti-agency thesis, right? Of like, you know, we're so much different than them. You know, we're really just a group of people that have come together and we happen to call ourselves an agency because it's a word that people understand and we just want to do great work, right? So is that kind of where you think you got the roots and started to of almost like like this anti-agency wanted to go against the grain and kind of be be different? Yeah, we definitely wanted to be different because I had previously worked at another agency and I was the program manager there and I just wasn't super happy with how the whole business was being run and wanted to do it my own way. Um, and I think that, you know, we have evolved into a little bit more of an agency structure, but I think at the core of our methodologies and, and our values to what we provide to our client is we really do consider ourselves the teams of our clients. So like to the effect that we have literally shared Slack channels with our clients and we just message each other, like DM each other, you know, we talk about work of course, but like we have that close relationship where it's almost like we're sitting next to them you know, at the desk in their office. And that's what's really important to us. I love that. So can you take me back? Hopefully you can remember, I think it's been a, a while um, and I can't even remember what I did this week, but can you take me back to like your, your mindset? Like you were at another agency, right? You guys are probably doing decently well, but it sounds like in your opinion, you know, you could either do it better or do it different. You, you just wanted to kind of try it on your own. Like, What were your steps that you took from leaving that agency to starting your own? Like Did you kind of like work nights and weekends and pick up side clients? Like, what was that process like? Oh, God, that's bringing me back to like a semi-stressful, traumatic time (laughs) in my life. Um, I mean, a lot had happened at the previous agency where it was a a series of random things that happened where one of the, the partners came back from maternity leave. So my role kind of started to lose what it had before because I was basically running this agency. Um, And then I also 
had always kind of wanted to do my own thing. I come from a family of entrepreneurs and, you know, I was always the president or on the deck of clubs I was in. That's just who I was. And so I thought, you know what, I'm not happy anymore at this place. I don't know if I would want to go somewhere else. So maybe I'll just try and freelance, like see, see what happens. Um, I was engaged at the time Now I'm married. Uh, and I remember just like sitting there actually freaked out because my husband now, uh, who's an accountant, showed me this spreadsheet of like, okay, this is what you have to make for us to like live. And it was terrifying. It was like no money. I think it was like 20 grand a year or something like pretty, pretty low. But in my head, I'm like, I could charge like $500 to do like a social media plan. How am I going to do that 20 times over? Right. So, you know, it was really, really scary at first, but I, I felt that if this was the time I was going to do it, I should do it now before too many big commitments and life changes. And I started posting, you know, on social that I was out on my own. Did anyone need any help? And it's kind of a blur, but I just had people sort of reach out to me and then recommend me. And then before I knew it, I had too much work to do myself and needed to start hiring people. So now six years almost later, we're at about 14 people and I'm hiring like literally three more this week and we may be at 20 by the end of the year. <laughs> Congrats. That's, that's so cool. I, I love to hear that. So when you started out, it sounds like you were doing um, social. Is that organic social? Is that paid social? Like what was the first service that you offered? And then like now it sounds like you offer a lot more things. Like how did you add additional kind of services to the umbrella? So it definitely, it started with social because that's where I came from. Um, When I was still in university, I started an online awareness organization for ostomy surgery, which was based on social engagement. And so that's what I knew at my core. Um, But I also knew a little bit about how to build WordPress sites and, you know, how to help with email marketing. Um, So we've like, I focused on social, but you need a website if you're going to post on social. So I helped build a couple there, but the organic side really just took off. Cause I think back in, this was 2015, 2016, having an organic social presence was still like the big thing. Um, and so we ended up having more and more clients ask for that, but what ended up happening, you know, is clients would say, well, I'm paying you to post organically every month, but what am I getting out of that? And I'd have to explain that organic social is brand building, it's credibility building, it's trust and loyalty building, it is not a direct revenue driver. And so we'd end up losing clients because there were just no numbers for me to say, hey, this is the return we we brought you, right? So we started to open up and say, well, we're already doing social, like, if we're going to post about this promotion you're doing, we might as well do an email. Or why don't we run a couple of ads to go along with it? Or we can update your website. And so organically, these services just started getting added to our roster because I already knew how to do it. I came from being a program manager of an agency that was already doing it all. So I just had to slowly start hiring the right team members. And, you know, now it's funny. I actually had this conversation with one of our software partners earlier today. Organic social has really fallen down the needs list of our clients where, you know, the Facebook ads and Google ads, and we even offer customer service for our e-commerce clients. Like, those are the two aspects of the agency that have really taken off because one of them is a direct revenue driver and the other one is, you know, just needed. You need to <laughs> manage your customers. So we kind of have evolved and will we continue to evolve? I'm sure, but that's where we are now. That's awesome. I appreciate you sharing that journey in terms of like, you know, clients coming in and prospects and whatnot. Do they come in typically wanting a specific service? And then over time you kind of become the entire marketing department or upfront, are you actually selling them on becoming like their outsourced team? 
I think it's a mix of both. Um, lately, our customer service department and our client roster has really grown exponentially. We have a great partnership with Gorgeous, you know, the, the customer service tool, uh, and they bring us leads because we're really good at setting up the accounts and then managing them. Um, but because customer service is the heartbeat of every e-commerce business, we're seeing all the issues like, oh, people are confused about this email that went out or this ad. Like no one understands what the promotion is. And so we're the ones to kind of say, hey, client, whoever's doing your email, like maybe next time get them to do it this way. And then they're like, well, can you just do it? And so we end up kind of absorbing those services because we already understand the business from like the heartbeat of inside of it that we can then take that knowledge and do it in other activities. Um, For other potential clients, you know, they'll come to me. Even now they'll say, I want organic social. I want you to post our Instagram pages. And I have to be the one to say, what is the goal? Because if you're looking to drive revenue, this is not going to be it. So maybe ads is what you're looking for. So I'm, I have that transparent conversation and I have no problem talking to a potential client and saying, this might not be a fit because you want to do this. And I'm telling you to do that. And you were, you know, really stuck in that social is going to be the way to build your business. And that's fine. But, you know, I'm just very honest about what works for us and where we've found success. And that's how we build relationships with our clients. Yeah, it makes sense. I I love that. In terms of like, for me, for example, like I run in predominantly like e-commerce email marketing, like that's exclusively like what what we do. And when I staff, right, I'm staffing for different roles, but specifically for e-commerce email marketing. I know you mentioned you have about 14 people, maybe 20 by the end of the year. How do you think about hiring and staffing when you offer so many services? Like, how do you forecast the demand? Like, to me, that seems really challenging. (laughs) You know what? There's always going to be challenges when you are building something great. So if that's the challenge, it's not that bad. Um, But that's a great question. I think, um, well, overall, we have a very, very strict hiring protocol to the point where even my husband the other day was like, I can't believe you do that. So we have a series of like subtle steps when we're hiring, where in the job posting, I will hide a code. And I say, you have to put this code in your cover letter. And if people aren't reading the job description, they're not going to find the code. And I'm not even going to interview them. Then the second step is our first interview is always on the phone. And I put in the location to call me at the time. And if you don't call me within two minutes, I don't pick up the phone. You did not read the instructions. You are not going to be detail oriented like we need. And then after that, it depends on the skill set for the role. You know, we, we have to make sure, you know, you are who you say you are. You sound like a cool person. We mesh personality wise. But then the, the second round, which is now video interviews, not in person, um, is very technical. So, for instance, with our customer service team, we grill on critical thinking. We throw situations at them and we say, there's nothing you could have prepared for this. Just tell us how you would solve the problem knowing A, B, and C. And we talk them through. And if they hit the marks, great, then you can be on our team. Similarly with, with advertising. Well, can you take this problem with you know, the Facebook ad manager and tell us how you would solve this? Or if this is a problem we're facing with you know, getting someone's ROAS right, what, would, what steps would you take? So it really just depends on the role that we're hiring for. But we've kind of come to this part where our customer service team is not only doing a great job for our clients, but they are also the heartbeat of our company, right? So they're the ones that are understanding everything that's going on in each client's you know, situation. And they're the ones bringing insights and, and trends to the rest of the team. So we found that, honestly, 
developing these team members and promoting them from within has been the best way to build great team members. So right now we have a team member who's on the digital support squad. That's what we call it. And she told us she's interested in advertising. So now she's working with our advertising operations manager to help put reports together. She's starting to dip her toes into that area. And if she finds that this is something that she wants to continue, well, that's her path at InSocial versus someone who's interested in email or development or design. We're building those paths for our team so that we can build longstanding family relationships with that within InSocial. <laughs> wow. I, I love that process. I interviewed at Google back in the day and I thought that was hard. This this is putting Google on a whole nother <laughs> level. You, you are, you're doing it great. So kudos, kudos to you. And it sounds like the 14 people on your team are probably um, all, all rock stars. So in, in terms of like where you're based, so you're based in, in Canada, right? Did you say Toronto? Where, where, where are you from? Uh, from Toronto. Yeah. Toronto. Okay. And then in terms of like your book of business, are you mainly working with uh, Canadian-based companies because, you know, Shopify is out there and whatnot and you're out there? Are you working with a lot of like US-based companies, Europe? Like wh- where's like the geography of most of your clients? You know what? It ebbs and flows between the US and Canada. I think before the pandemic, we were mostly with Canadian businesses, but we had a lot of brick and mortar. And unfortunately, we lost a lot of them with, with the pandemic. But through Shopify, the experts portal, we've really gotten a ton of US business coming in through there. And then we've also gotten a couple of UK based. We just signed a UK um, e-commerce company. They want us to do their customer service. And I was full on like, these are our business hours. Like, you need to understand that. And they were like, that's fine. We just need help. We've heard great things about you. We don't care what your hours are. We just want to work with you. So I would say right now it's mostly um, the US, then we have Canada, and then now we we have some in the UK. That's awesome. And then is it fair to say what, I, what I'm kind of hearing is like a lot of your clients come from you know a couple of things. One is really great uh, partner vendor relationships, right? And likes of Gorgeous, likes of mm-hmm. Shopify, that's one. And then two, it sounds like because you guys do really great work, you guys get a lot of referrals. Is that kind of a majority of your book of business? I would say the reason for our success is that our current clients have referred us to other people. Like I owe so much to our clients. Yeah, that's a that's a beautiful spot to, to be in. And then for you in, in particular, like, are you still executing the work? Like, How do you see your, your role and, and what is your day-to-day or week-to-week look like? Oh, man. Um You know, it's funny because when I was up until the beginning of the pandemic, I was still so involved in the day to day. Um, Part of it was because I am a nitpicker and I wanted to make sure everything was the best it could possibly be. And I also really wanted to have a hand in the development of my team. But as we started to grow, it just wasn't feasible for me to be in everything. And I, I personally had to learn to step back and trust the people that I had you know, vigorously work through a system to hire. Um, So now, honestly, I'll jump in here and there. Like I'm helping our customer service team with tickets after we hang up because they need some extra hands. Like I have no problem diving in or offering strategy or, you know, high level conversations. Um, It is wherever I'm needed. But honestly, most of my time now is split between client management and business development, which you know, I guess, and invoicing, I still have to do some of that. Um, but overall, it's definitely more on the growth side of the business, which is where I feel I should be, which is, it's nice that we're, we're there now. That's awesome. And then in terms of like partners or team, are you a solo founder? Do you have like partners and co-founders? It's just me. <laughs> I am the, the sole owner, which I still think is crazy. I mean, I have to give it to my husband. He helps with the the finances and stuff, but 
I'm the, I'm the owner. <laughs> awesome. Well, that, that's incredible. And I guess the last couple of questions I have, like in terms of, you know, advice. So a lot of people listen to this are all e-commerce folks and it's split between brands, agencies, and freelancers. And on the agency and freelancer side, it really runs the gamut of people that are just starting out through people that have seven, eight, nine figure businesses. For the people that are starting out, right? Like you started out, it sounds like six years ago. Do you have any advice for like new agency owners or new freelancers on, you know, common mistakes that you made or just like, you know, even like you offer so many services. Like for, for me, like I, we really only offer like email and a little bit of SMS. So I think those are huge opportunities for people to dive into. Do you even have like any, you know, do this creative or I see a lot of opportunity on Facebook. Like, so I guess the two questions rounding it back is any advice for someone starting out, like things to pay attention to, whether it's hiring this, that, or the other, and then any opportunities within any of the verticals that you offer as services where you think there's a lot of open space. Okay. Good question. I would say the first one, and this is something I actually recently wrote about on LinkedIn and was pretty open about it is it is with the hiring. Um, I used to be that type of person that said, if you can answer this question and you know how it works, you can work for me. Like you've passed all the tests. That's fine. Join the team. But unfortunately, you know, over the past couple of years, I did have some team members that just weren't right the right fit for the culture. And it brought down the team. It brought down the people that were happy to be at InSocial. It brought down the people who were new. And so we did have a higher turnover because I wasn't putting emphasis on culture. I kind of thought, well, it doesn't matter who you are as a person because I thought that that was supposed to be like, accept any and all people, which that's how I am in life. But I realized that there is a personality to the company. It's, it's a living organism and you have to add new things into it that fit what's already there. And so I think that paying attention to who the people that you're going to hire are is almost as important as their skill level. Make sure they, they would get along with the team that, you know, they enjoy the, whatever activities you do together, that they want to be there. And I think that that's going to push everyone to do better. So that's, that's something that I find really important. And I've, I've learned my lesson on that. Um, and then to your second question, just about what areas to be in. Oh my God. I mean, I think Facebook advertising has been a great place for us to grow in, but it's also the most <laughs> frustrating ecosystem to exist in. Um, so there's a lot of opportunity if you are okay with the frustration and needing to talk to like support pretty much every day or the manager not working properly or them changing aspect ratios, but only on some devices and not telling you and like you seeing your ad not look right on certain devices and there's nothing you can do about it. Um, but that's why people pay us. That's why <laughs> brands pay us to deal with it and they don't do it themselves. But there's definitely a lot of opportunity there. And it is a revenue driver that you can say, look, I've paid for myself. So I think that's a good place to be. Email, of course, obviously is a great place to be. Like if you're an e-commerce brand without email, you're dead in the water. So, you know, there's tons of opportunity there. Um, and I mean, for us, customer services, but it's a hard one to get into. It's a hard one to manage and it's really easy to mess up. So be careful with that one. Yes, that was awesome. I, I really love your insight. I love your energy. Thank you so much for, for sharing your story and not holding anything back. For those that maybe want to learn from you, work with you, work for you, whatever they want to do with the information that they heard from you today, maybe ask you some questions, uh, whatever it might be, uh, best way or ways for people to get in touch with you. Yeah, they can email me at jess at insocial.ca 
or find me on Twitter or Instagram at Jess Grossman. I'm, I'm around. Cool. Well, thank you so much and have a great rest of your day. Thanks for having me. Of course. Bye.